ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. Special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Mexico, Turkey, and Australia. And in the states of North Carolina, Washington, and New Jersey, because you keep tuning in and listening, Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is keep your faith. All of the natural disasters and human-made problems are happening for a reason. We are in the middle of this cycle, and it is making room for something even better. Focus your attention on the silver linings like compassion, cooperation, generosity, and acts of loving kindness. Maintain hope for a better world and find joy in your own life. Three different people this week told me how it is increasingly difficult for them to not fall into depression. They are feeling helpless and hopeless as we continue to hear about our president's illegal contact and his continuing support of the men who have been convicted by our courts, in addition to his ongoing tweets and lies and an erosion of the principles upon which the United States government was founded. We don't know how many children are still separated from their mothers. Babies are being drugged to keep them from crying. And living in close quarters with poor sanitation, disease can spread quickly. New revelations about Catholic priests sexually abusing children and nuns and subsequent cover-ups of officials in the, by officials in the Catholic Church have people wondering who we can trust, especially when promises were made in 2002 that this would never happen again. Add in the devastating fires in California and other national disasters, and even the strongest among us are feeling overwhelmed. Still, 
we must be the hope, lighting the way for others to see the silver linings in every situation. I was listening to All Things Considered yesterday as they were talking about Hurricane Harvey. One man shared his experience with a new widow. She started crying the second she saw him because she knew why he was there. When he reached her, he said, Would you rather your husband died sitting quietly with you or being out there helping others doing the work he loved? She stopped crying and had the most beautiful smile on her face. This man gave her a great gift. In the midst of her terrible loss and sorrow, she could feel that his death had meaning. That knowledge will continue to comfort her. We all have to look for the silver linings and what is happening in today's world and in our own lives. What we do when we do that, we change our own energy, which helps everyone around us. We are the solution. We can grow our own faith by looking for all the goodness and loving kindness in the world and finding ways to continue to laugh, enjoy the beauty of nature, dance, and music, and all the things that bring us joy. As Alice Rosen told us in my second show this year, 2018 is the year of truth. What has been hidden is being revealed. This is our opportunity to move into our own truth, our own power, and respond in a way that helps create a better world. I want to continue the energy of having fun in my next workshop, which is Discover Your Hidden Creativity. Albert Einstein said, creativity is intelligence having fun. We are all born creative, but judgment and criticism shut down our creative flow. To deny our creativity is to hide the deepest part of yourself. It's time to free your creativity and in doing so, free yourself. For details and registration, go to paulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech or present this workshop or another one like Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, Connecting with God, or The Ohm Awakening. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing, with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences, feel the pain of our past or present life, and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Elaine Clayton, who will talk with us about welcoming angels and fairies into our lives. In last week's show, Wayne 
Tia Lohi Powell and Patty Miller shared some fascinating information about Hawaiian shamanistic healing and the Aloha spirit. I was struck by the similarities across cultures and spiritual beliefs. Aloha means the divine spirit of love that flows through all things. Wayne explains there is no word for sickness or illness in the Hawaiian language. They see everything in its original state of wholeness and harmony. So when a bone is broken, they see the bone in its perfect state. And by doing so, the bone can heal in three days. The bone, like a human being, is alive, aware, and responsive, allowing it to receive the message of wholeness and move back into that condition. Likewise, when a person is suffering, it's because as a child of God, they are whole and perfect and need love to move back into a state of harmony and well-being. Like many of our other guests, Patty emphasized the importance of self-forgiveness for healing to take place. It's not about forgiving others. It's forgiving ourselves that's the most difficult thing and the most powerful. These ideas are not new age. They are ancient, and they stood the test of time. With all of our expensive medicines, more of us are rediscovering what really works and has no damaging side effects. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page for previous shows on healing. Please listen to March 2nd, 2017 with Doug Hilton, Overcome Emotional Trauma, an Easy Self-Healing Practice, April 28. 2016 with Sherry Edwards, Heal Your Body with Your Voice, and December 24, 2015 with Tobin Blake, A Paradigm Shift, True Healing. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having this of having the shows on demand so that you can listen anytime, day or night, whenever it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort and inspiration, whenever it is, I'm here for you. For added value, follow my blog with Mary and Stefan's story and my life coaching responses on my website, paulajoyce.com. As she wrote in an upcoming blog, John David Mann says that we can transform our nation into a place of love and greatness. When I heard Mr. Mann say, loss is a beginning, not an ending, it's the first time I truly believe that where I am in life is a place to start. He says that who we are is shaped by the things that happen to us and the things that are happening around us. I have experienced traumatic events and illness that have changed my circumstances significantly. I am using these happenings as a springboard to become more resilient, courageous, and creative. My default emotional state is becoming calm and strong. My silver lining story today comes from Angie Gaeta, who started working with me at the end of last year. In a few short months, she divorced her alcoholic husband, went back to her home state, and moved in with her childhood friend and her friend's husband. What she thought was a safe haven for healing turned out to be more like jumping from the frying pan into the fire as she discovered that she was now living with two alcoholics. 
effects. What happened to Angie is not nearly as important as her response to it, which shows the tremendous growth she has experienced in a short period of time. The first time she recognized the truth of the situation she was in, she took an Uber home instead of feeling like a victim, stuck in an environment with people who were drunk, staying out later than she wanted to, and were going to put their lives and hers at risk by driving home drunk. The next time they were out together was during the day, and the same situation began to emerge, only this time it seemed like the whole community was engaged in the the same behavior. She was trying to buy a drink and couldn't find anything but alcoholic beverages for sale. She was in line and saying a prayer asking for help and something she could drink when she heard her name. She turned around to discover her friend's brother, a recovering alcoholic, behind her with his wife. Angie found a safe haven and answered a prayer, an angel in physical form standing behind her. When she explained how she was feeling, he said, I understand completely. Would you like to leave and get a lemonade? Later, she had a serious conversation with her friend about the alcoholism, which led nowhere. Angie has learned through Al-Anon and counseling that you cannot save someone else. They have to make their own choices. So Angie made hers and is looking for an apartment to rent. She noticed some dramatic changes in her own behavior. One of the biggest is that she used to say, I can't do this. Now she says, I can do this. We are all born with a certain amount of strength, but none of us comes into this world fully formed. It's the choices we make along the way that allow us to develop the strength we need to face the challenges that are inevitable in life with faith, self-confidence, and courage. Each self-loving choice helps us build the strength we need to take the next step and the next going deeper into our healing journey of feeling the pain and and letting it go. She knows she can't do it alone. We are not meant to do it alone. So she goes to church and Al-Anon and has trusted people who she can talk to for support and love. She is as comfortable putting her hands on her hips and spilling out her anger and frustration to God as she is expressing gratitude and asking for help. And she notices the human angels who show up in her life at just the right time and in just the right way. The more we acknowledge the heavenly support we get, the more readily it comes to us because our words of prayer, our thoughts and our openness invite the angels, guides and fairies into our lives. The real ones and the ones they send to us in physical bodies. Our guest today, Elaine Clayton, is a published children's author and artist. She has illustrated books by Pulitzer Prize-winning author James Smiley and by Gregory Maguire, author of Wicked, which was adapted into the popular Broadway musical. She is also the author of books for adults on intuition, creativity, and spirituality, including A Little Bit of Angels and A Little Bit of Fairies. She is a 
a Reiki master and intuitive reader whose passion is healing herself and others. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. This month, I have a special offer as a gratitude gift for being chosen by Expertise as one of the best coaches in Dallas. Expertise writes, a business cannot pay to be included, and everyone is objectively qualified using 25 criteria. Only 16 of us were selected from over 300. To celebrate, all new clients will receive a 15% discount on their first life coaching session or group of three sessions, which can be in person, over the phone, or on Skype. Please click on the link to contact me before the end of August to take advantage of this special discount. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Read about and register for my Discovering Your Inner Creativity workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, when have angels shown up in your life? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Elaine Clayton, who will talk with us about welcoming angels and fairies into our lives. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com and I hope you wrote down when angels have shown up in your life. I'm so pleased to welcome Elaine Clayton who's here to talk with us about welcoming angels and fairies into our lives. Elaine, I'm so grateful to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Really, I'm so happy to be here with you. Well, this is a topic that's um, so important to me, and I'll just share personally because it just came into my mind. We were talking about your artwork during the break, and I'm also an artist, and I do abstract expressionist art, and angels started showing up in my paintings that I didn't put there, and that was really Uh my my beginning of waking up to, you know, that, oh, my goodness, this is not just a imaginary. They're coming into my paintings. So please share with us your awakening and how angels and fairies came into your life. I'd love to. And and just to, um, you know, respond to what you said about how they started to appear as you're doing these abstract paintings, um, you know, so many angels are and look like that. They're, they look like presences that are abstract, colorful, you know, energy forms. So um, I'm not surprised that all of a sudden you, you're, you know, experiencing that because um, I think they do work through us and then they appear. And it's, it, you didn't have to effort, really. You were painting, just enjoying painting. And then... There they were. What a cool surprise. Um, so much about my own experiences, there's usually a surprise element because you don't have control over it. It arrives, you know. But some of the points that you made um, that you've said several times have having to do with our choices. I think um, some of my personal experiences when I was younger, I felt I had no choice over the matter as far as what I was seeing and, and uh, perceiving. Later, as an adult, I actually chose to ask for and to receive more, more deeply. Um, so when I was young, I had really incredible cinematic dreams, which I still have every night. Um, and some of them... Our, you know, some well, our dreams really are spiritual. You know, there there are many other things. They're multidimensional, but what I experience with dreams and and have since I was young, 
Sometimes angels come through in the way of uh, sort of movie-like scenarios where you, where you cannot deny that you woke up having learned something or you get a precognition hint or uh, you, ha- you are forced to feel and examine some heavy emotion that you may have been carrying around but weren't aware of. So even when I was really young, I was having those things, and that, that wasn't easy to navigate. But um, as I got a little older, I started to see, uh, you know, what we would say ghosts, we would call them ghosts, you know, um, beings and presences that, that aren't in the physical, yet you're perceiving them and aware of them. Later on... When I was um, a young mother, well, that my kids were young. I don't know that I was that young, but my children were about three and five. I had Lyme's disease really severely. We lived out in the country in Connecticut. And I remember laying there with my life literally on hold, you know, because I was that ill. And just asking in prayer to be shown more in the way of the spirit realm. It was always part of me, always part of my art, but this was a new opportunity. And, you know, it's kind of funny because I felt like the first thing I was shown was the most basic, uh, the, the uh, spirits within nature. And literally they looked like little holographic, uh, colorful, representations of the classic, you know, fairy and elf, that kind of thing. And I thought, I was surprised because I thought that they would be, I don't know what I thought, I just didn't, I kind of dismissed um, the way we uh, grew up hearing about fairies and elves and all that as just, you know, folklore. But actually I realized that people from long, long, long ago were seeing and they were perceiving and they were writing and telling of. And so much of that, that basic spirit realm, which is nature spirits, um, is like what they would describe. So, you know, the, the fairy that has wings, that, ha- that has a skirt made of flower petals, that kind of thing. Um, the, mas- the more masculine, they seem to have two attributes and everything in between, but there is a feminine and there is a masculine animus within. And the masculine being uh, a little bit more uh, like a soldier and kind of alert and uh, assertive. And I was just fascinated. So as time went on, I just saw more and more and more. And I don't understand all of what I see. But um, I just take it in and reflect on it. And I'm sure you've experienced that, too, where you, you, you can't say you know exactly. There's a lot of mystery with some of this, um, uh, with the visions and the information that arrives. Absolutely. And I think um, part of the challenge of living in the world we do where we want um, things to be very clear and to be able to see, touch, smell, you know, really know mm-hmm. concretely to just allow our imagination and something that makes no sense um, to make mm-hmm. sense, you know, and, and to mm-hmm. allow mm-hmm. ourselves to feel that mystery and magic. Mm-hmm. It's very powerful. 
And we've been, in general, raised to believe that the imagination is simply the imagination. And sometimes that serves us well because there can be for a child you know, uh, the shadow of the tree, and it looks like a monster entering the room and walking across the room. And we have to be able to tell each other not everything we perceive is is what we think it is, and that's okay, right, because that helps us. We don't want to be psychotic, you know, or be frightened. But we've been taught and trained that the imagination and all the beauty within it, which is so empowering because we're born creators, um, we've been taught to think that it's not real and not significant and not really, you know, um, worthy. And yet it, it really is just about everything because no two of us are alike. So your angels and your fairies that you have in your environment are unique to you, just as mine are to me. And your creative genius is a gift to the world, unlike any other. So to have you disconnect from that imagination and creative force within you is really a terrible thing, isn't it? So, you know, I think the more we understand that imagination is um, something that ties us to the real world, through our creativity, which, as you said, Einstein said, it's intelligence having fun. You know, all of this um, creative energy is founded really in playfulness and mirth, and that's true of angels and fairies also. Being open to them, um, being less in, on task. You know, we, we go out, we have this propensity to label everything and to go around our world uh, that's an oak tree, uh, that's a weed, I, I want that out of here. You know, and, and that's okay to learn all these facts, that's wonderful. But there is another way to approach ourselves and each other and nature, which is just being present more in an imaginative place, open to all things limitless through gazing, not looking to know facts so that you're not embarrassed because you didn't know, so you have to go find out or whatever the pressure or fear is, more so just to gaze at with an open heart to feel what is there in the environment. That's different. We weren't really taught to do that, were we? You know, in school they didn't say, we're going to feel what it's like to sit with this plant, I never heard that. We might have gotten it ourselves through literature and things because it was being told, you know, people's stories were being told. But it'd be more like we were taught to, um, you know, to take apart the plant and to understand all the parts of the plant in a very rational and logical way, which we should do. That's great. That's honoring nature. But what about the part where we're invited to be expressive and more um, present with in a spiritual, imaginative way? So I guess we got a little bit because we could do art during art times. We had little segments where we could do that. Maybe at playground you could sit and pull dandelions and things. But I think we weren't enculturated with the same kind of... um, encouragement of our imagination through engaging in a, in a way that is creative and open and uh, 
really mysterious. I don't think that that was what we got mostly, do, do you? I, I agree with you, and for the most part, we were supposed to copy something uh, in art. Very rarely were we allowed to just play um, and be free that is form. That's so true. And, and so mm-hmm, not only, so you know, I think not only was it not encouraged, it was discouraged because you had mm-hmm, to, yeah. it was all about skill. It wasn't about imagination. And, you know, as you were talking to, I was thinking, how can somebody, that, what's an entry point, some entry points who, for people who are thinking, how do you even begin? And so, A couple thoughts came to me, and I'd like um, your thoughts on this. One is that, as as you were just talking, my hummingbirds came to the feeder, and when I watched them flying, (laughs) they they are magical. They are. They're magical. They're fairies. They come to say hello to me. I think it's an entry point of something um, so tiny can look literally look like a fairy and also interact with us they're very friendly they literally come to my window and um, just fly around uh, looking at me and catching my attention and doing antics until I look up and then they, when when they know they've got me then they'll fly away and they'll come back and they'll play with me um, and, it's and the wonderful, now, yes. Uh, yes, I mean, well, it's, it's... Go ahead. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I love that, and I have those experiences, too. Um, you know, the especially with hummingbirds and dragonflies, and, um, you know, what I'm realizing listening to you is we're in an age where we are starting to understand consciousness better than we ever have before. We used to assume a hummingbird doesn't, you know, we thought of ourselves as more dominant, you know, um, and, and to a degree we do rule in a way nature, right? We have some power to move things around and affect it greatly. But what we didn't do and didn't seem to understand is that there is consciousness in all of this life. So when the hummingbird the hummingbirds that you are seeing honestly look you in the eye, and they do do that. They will come right before your face and look at you. And, you know, people are amazed, and you could say, well, they don't know what they're doing. They're just, it's just it's a hummingbird. It's just looking for a flower. But I would say it's a little more than that because life has consciousness within it, and we haven't been giving it credit, and we've been missing a lot. We've been missing out, and we've been failing to honor. Um, and I think that playfully um, engaging with nature like that is the beginning of understanding and experiencing those deeper consciousness um, surprises. You know, they're wonderful. Probably every day this happens with you, but it's like it, it's brand new every day. So it's filled with wonderment. So I think that that's, you know, a case of uh, nature spirits, fairies, um, the, the spirits that are dwelling within living matter, um, which has only one job, and that is to thrive. And for you to be engaging in that, that way every day, what a beautiful way to start the day. Uh, absolutely. Connected. And- 
Uh, absolutely. I love what you just said. And we're about to go to break, but I also want to ask, add for those who still are kind of doubting the hummingbirds because they know I feed them and where I feed them is consistent they will come to where the humming feeder should be before I put it out and fly around Mm -hmm. it come to my window catch my attention go back to where the feeder should be come back to me until I get the message oh it's time to put out the hummingbird feeder (laughs) They are clear. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They know. They're very very intelligent. Absolutely. And as we and you're right, it is magical every single time. It's like just this childlike joy that bubbles up that's a highlight of every day. Um so yes. You know the Native American animal wisdom about hummingbirds is that they represent joy. Yes. And of all words, that's the word that you used to describe how it felt. Yes, and, and it's absolutely true. So, And I do. I love this um, Native American ideas and information on spirit guides. So we have a lot in common. So we need to go to break. So I will do that now. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to sign up for my email list. You'll receive the information on all our shows, a chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down what you're going to do to invite more angels and fairies into your life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Elaine Clayton, who will talk with us more about welcoming angels and fairies into our lives. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. 
Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you're going to do to invite more angels and fairies into your life. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Eloria can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Elaine Clayton talking about welcoming angels and fairies into our lives. And Elaine, I want to take a second to share with our listeners what you and I were just talking about because it was a side conversation, but I think it's just so important. Um, what Elaine did when um, she was uh, uh, where her when her life was kind of stopped with. Um, Lyme's disease was that she took that experience and used it thinking how can I grow how can I use this time and and so it's a it's another silver lining story that no matter what's going on we not may not be having a lot of fun but how can we best use our time to grow and learn because that's what we're here for we're here to grow and learn and that you did it um, Elaine in the area of spirituality and what has um, is really a life path for you with angels and fairies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think with all things spiritual and with being an artist and all the different ways to use it, um, it was necessary. And so I came away from that really thinking, um, I wouldn't say this to anyone else for them, but for myself, I would say I think mainly illness proves to be a portal to deeper spiritual knowledge. Um, but I wouldn't want to bring it on, you know, and again, I wouldn't tell you that. If you said you were sick, I wouldn't say, oh, well, it's your opportunity. I would, that would be up to you, you know. Um, and, and, and I also wouldn't want to say that we, you know, you don't want to say someone got something because they, um, you know, they, they asked for it or whatever. I might say that of myself sometimes, though. Because we are spiritually trying to be aligned, you know, within our human experience. And conditions often really ground us and make us go there. And if we don't open to that, we're way more miserable, I think. So 
I, actually, I think I just took the path of least resistance when I when I was laying there and asked asked to be taught more. I thought it was funny that I was taught the very basic thing first, though. <laughs> you know, well, I might have wanted to, to to learn way more faster, so I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, well, one of the things I've learned through various conditions that I've had and illnesses and and so on is that, um, you know, we we get what we need, not necessarily what mm-hmm. we want, and and patience mm-hmm. that. You know, sometimes we have to start at the beginning, Angels and Fairies 101, before we go to, you know, level 500. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I, I, what was I thinking? You know, of course, I had to start at the very, you know, very basic. And some of the very basic is very intriguing. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm sure when I was young, I could see the auras around people. And mainly the teacher, when you're supposed to be listening to the teacher, and there was this beautiful, colorful glow around the teacher that you could focus on. It would be around everyone, but, you know, you're up there focused. You're focusing on the person in front of everyone. Um, And so I was always other. I was always aware of or seeing in a way. And I thought everyone saw that. I didn't know. I thought I was just the one in trouble for not listening more than others for some reason I didn't know. But I, um, so, you know, some of us are more given to it maybe in ways that we realize as we grow, especially if, you, if you're seeing auras or, or you're having dreams and things like that. Um, but anyone and all of us can be open to it. And I think one of the easiest ways to open to it is through nature, you know, like you described the hummingbirds and, and that you're feeding them. But it could start with someone just picking up rocks and holding them and seeing what it feels like and then put it back down. Um, even right now, we usually have our iPhone with us, right? Um, it's wonderful to take your iPhone outside and you start to look at things, not just pass by and tromp along, but just actually seeing things and spending a little moment and taking a photo of something that was beautiful that you would otherwise miss entirely. Um, you know, just small gestures. It's effortless. Just sitting outside, take a nap outside. You know, little things. This isn't hard. It's actually very natural to us. So, um, you know, anyone that wants to start out could do it. You could also just ask out loud to have dreams and start working with your dreams um, by keeping a dream journal. A lot of spiritual information comes that way. Um, I, I teach people how to do something called stream drawing, which is a drawing method that gets you into your stream of consciousness flow. Um, that I just it just happened one day, and I realized that um, hey, this is what we all do when we're little, and then it gets kind of trained out of us a little um, or a lot. And I want to take people back to that raw, creative, impulsively happy place where we didn't think before we did it. We just enjoyed drawing. You know, we just enjoyed making a mark. So there are real immediate ways that are very natural to us. Um, you know, and everyone may have their own little special way of wanting to, to go into more spiritual awareness, but it isn't hard. 
Well, you know, we've we've shared off air how much we have in common. It's fascinating because my coaching and and the workshops I do, I include. That's part of what I do. I combine it with also um, flow writing, but um, or stream uh-huh. of consciousness <clears throat> writing. But yes, it's like doodling, and and I love uh-huh. it because uh-huh. it is profound. It allows you to um, for your unconscious to bring information to the surface because you're uh-huh. able to get to that through um, the magic of the childlike activity of just doodling or stream drawing, as as you call it. Yeah, it's so true. And and um, you don't even have to effort at all. You're just enjoying the feeling of drawing, that f- a feeling of being in your element, which is as a creator. And then ideas occur or just a good feeling or you, get, you gaze at the marks you make and something occurs to you and you can be playful with someone else and say, look at this and what do you see? And it just keeps giving, you know. And to have a little practice like that feels great. So when you're doing your, your workshops with people, you notice, I'm sure, every time everyone's lightens, uh, the air seems to lighten, and, <clears throat> you know, people seem to feel connected to that engine that they are, which is creative power. Exactly. And so... Talk to us, how does this connect us more deeply to the fairies and angels? Well, it's again, it's a recognition of going inward to, sorry, excuse me, to embrace the essence within ourselves, which we come to realize is not separate from the essence of life in everything. So how does that connect us? If we say to ourselves that we would like to have more knowledge of angels and fairies, that's the beginning of cultivating an inner consciousness of the essence of life, not just out there, but in here. And then you realize it's all one. And it's simple. It's through these little gestures of intention that we arrive at places that um, really fill us with wonderment and, and surprise us and guide us to more. And so, you know, if you wanted to know your guardian angel, let's say, uh, one of the ways I play with that is to ask to be shown in dreams or to be given signs. Um, you know, have you ever done that where you, you play with uh, the next song on the radio will be a sign for me, you know, that kind of thing? Yes. It's so much fun to do that. It's, it's so much fun to have places in the day where we are as playful as we were when we were young, you know, where we naturally um, received synchronicity was just happening all the time. And it does to us now, but we're tuned out. So... You know, to to be more um, open to having some awareness, it, it just means going inward to where you feel, then you connect to the feelings others are having. That's, you know, developing your empathic sense, which, again, I think is part of the realm of creativity and spirituality. Um, 
going into those emotional centers where you notice how you feel at any point during the day. Um, and that is, you're having to be um, playfully aware, you know, it requires having to be really interested in doing it and wanting it and, and, and then allowing it to, to show itself. Thank you so, so much, I mean, Elaine. I, we have to end this portion of the show now, but I am so grateful for what you've given us and and really the notion of play and it being easy is so powerful. Please go to ElaineClayton.com for more information and purchase her books, A Little Bit of Fairies and A Little Bit of Angels. Thank you and bless you. Blessings on your journey, Elaine. Thank you. Um, and thank you thank so you. much. I loved it. Me too. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to paulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, read my latest blog, and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse, discovering hope and silver linings, and the creative problem-solving process. If you mention this show through August, you get a 15% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their wealth, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I want to introduce you to Archangel Eloria, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. She's the Archangel over the nature kingdom, mental and fairies ask for her help daily and in addition to whoever else you pray to use your own words or say something like a archangel Eloria I give you permission in a positive way only to help me see the fairies and angels and know they are here to help me pay attention to signs synchronicity and new information as Elaine was saying this is a process not an event trust that she is helping you because she is please join us next Thursday right here when Hillary Ramo will talk about healing transformation and being part of the solution. On September 6th when Jan Mundo will tell us how to relieve and prevent headaches and migraines. And September 13th when Dr. Linda Brackman will talk with us about people who have experienced past lives on other planets. I want to hear what's on your heart and mind so please keep sending me your questions and comments. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.